everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest and most prestigious network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms in the world. I'm your host, Peter Waltz. In this special series of podcasts, we've been looking at specific issues affecting businesses and organizations in countries around the world that are impacted by the spread of the coronavirus. So in addition to touching on some important stories and events, we've had the opportunity to be joined by our local ELA lawyers that practice on the ground in those jurisdictions and are helping organizations deal with this difficult crisis. Now on each podcast, we give a daily update as to where we are in terms of the headcount on those impacted by COVID-19. There's over 100,000 cases confirmed as of this morning, the majority of which are still in mainland China, which is also where the majority of the recoveries have happened. Number two on that list is South Korea with north of 6,500 cases, which is the second largest country impacted within the region and around the globe. We're fortunate to be speaking to today Matthew Jones, who's a partner at Kim and Chang located in Seoul, Korea. Matthew's also been participating with us on several ELA webinars about the status of coronavirus. To check those out, please visit our website, ela.law forward slash webinars and you'll look to our on-demand section to find those webinars. We're fortunate to have Matthew with us this morning. So Matthew, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I know it's late in the evening over there in Korea, early morning here in the US, so thanks for staying up and joining us. But I imagine you've had a few sleepless nights over the last week with all the challenges going on over there. Yes, this virus has really impacted everybody in Korea, impacted the way we're working impacted our children, you know, schools are closed, and impacting business very significantly. To give you a a bit of a snapshot of what it's like here, uh, in addition to schools being closed and children having to basically stay at home all day, the court is closed. It's not taking any hearings. The prosecutor's office is closed. Businesses are severely impacted, some more than others. So this virus is really hitting this country quite hard. So big question is, without the ability to go to court and with issues still happening, what are the key things that your clients are asking for help with? Throwing up their hands is one thing, but where do we actually add help here? What are some of the key things that are happening? Well, I think part of it is, first of all, understanding what their legal obligations are with respect to especially paying employees. And if a company wants to voluntarily just shut down. Can they do it? Do they still have to pay employees? So we've been providing guidance along those lines. The Ministry of Employment and Labor has been issuing guidelines to companies on how to enhance sanitary practices and hygienic practices to reduce the spread of the virus and also how to manage the situation. So it's been difficult for everybody, but we're hoping that we see a positive turnaround in the not too distant future. So Korea is the source of so many of our technology products from televisions to cars to all kinds of computer and technology related sources. And there have offices all over the world. And I've noted that a lot of those companies, Apple comes to mind and others that are really restricting travel to Korea. So what's going on with some of the larger companies there? And how is that impacting them in terms of moving their people from Korea around the world? Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that right now this virus is severely impacting business. Things are are really at a standstill and you can feel it just being in Seoul. There's much less cars on the streets. If you walk into a hotel, it feels practically empty. 
it's fair to say that some companies are impacted more than others. What we've seen is the pharmaceutical companies were among the first to just have people work from home, maybe from fear of their own reputations that they wanted to make sure that they were not impacted by the virus. So, and they're able to do that. A lot of their workers can just do their work from home. But of course, some of their sales are slowed down because they can't visit doctors. Korea has a huge you know, auto manufacturing industry here, a lot of which is dependent on China for the supply of parts. And uh, with China being really debilitated by the virus right now, uh, a lot of plants have gone into a temporary shutdown. Uh, sent employees home, paid them 70% of their wages, which is what they're allowed to do under the law, and just trying to minimize the losses for a period of time. So is that the guideline within Korea right now, that if you do send employees home, you need to pay them 75%? What are some of the key legislation that's in place uh, in terms of employer obligations to their employees? Right. So that law has been in place from the beginning that a company has a right to shut down on a temporary basis, send employees home and pay them 70% of their average wage. A new development is that the government is providing a subsidy to companies that are ordered to be shut down. And if in that case, companies that receive the subsidy are required to pay employees to take paid leave so that employees are continuously paid even if they are shut down. That's quite a challenge. I'm reading an article here that showed up in the Washington Post yesterday about one of the challenges that's happening in South Korea and also in Japan, where the cases certainly are less, but still a crisis, is that the work ethic, if you will, or the worker in Japan and South Korea rarely call in sick. So whether a company's open and an employee wants to stay at work, it's, it seems to be more cultural that they'll come to work even if they're sick, regardless of whether that might be infecting others. How has that become a challenge for employers in your client base? Yeah, I think one of the strong values in Korea is sticking together, doing things together. So you see this permeated throughout everything in Korean society. People eat lunch together. They like to work in groups together. And, and they're very effective in producing results in that way. And so now when we're saying to people, go home, work from home, don't come to the office, it's hard. It's kind of, it goes against the grain of the Korean mentality. So what we're seeing is sometimes people are still coming to work, even though they're told or encouraged not to. And I think in some areas, this could present a problem. For those of you that have been tracking Korea specifically, you'll know that the real breakout in Korea with over 4,700 cases is a city called Daegu, which is a good three to four hours outside of Seoul, where you know, that's the largest city in Korea that has a large percentage of the businesses. In Seoul, we only have about 105 cases, so it's still relatively small, but everyone's taking it very seriously. And so in order to make sure it doesn't come to Seoul, people are taking a lot of drastic measures, and it, it's not something that Koreans are, are used to having to do. So um, it, it's, a, it's a big adjustment for everybody. It sounds like it. Sounds like. Well, Matthew, we appreciate your updates on this. From time to time, we're going to reach back out to you as the virus takes different shapes, as it moves around and hopefully starts to resolve itself. But certainly, we want to wish you and your family, as well as our colleagues at Kim and Chang, our member firm in South Korea, the best of health. And want to make sure that if news comes up, please let us know. Thank you for being a resource for us. 
And for those listening in, if you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, visit us at the Apple Store or go to our website at ela.law. Subscribe to our podcast. Also look for us at LinkedIn under the Employment Law Alliance or follow us on Twitter at ELA Global. Matthew, again, thank you so much for joining us and be well. Thank you. Have a great day.